When I post things, I'm always thinking about what's going on online while I'm offline. Does anybody send anything? Does anybody like? So I'm actually not present off my phone. I'm thinking wow. about what's going on on my phone. Wow, that's exhausting. Welcome to The Kindling Fire. My name is Troy Mangum. This podcast is here to advance the revolution Jesus started, a revolution of the free, the fire starters, the troublemakers, and the zealots. I interview people who I think are awesome, who have heard that revolutionary call and are going after Jesus with their whole heart. If you listen to this show and join our community, I know God is going to speak to you. I believe God wants to change the world through you, through your unique gifts and talents He's given you. This podcast is here to be a voice of encouragement in your life, a voice that says, with God you can, and with God you will. Let's get rolling. Before you start on the show this week, I want to tell you about a great opportunity in the month of April to do some good. You may recall a friend of mine named Eddie Evans, who's a missionary and pastor in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia. He's been on the show, Irrevocable, great show. And um, actually, the, the reason why the Kindling Fire exists, you'll have to listen to the show to, to hear that. But uh, we have a mutual friend that runs a coffee company called Genesis Coffee Lab at genesiscoffeelab.com. And all coffee order, and that's a direct source coffee company directly from Ethiopia, roasted in the United States. And for every online order in the month of April, $4 of that online order is going to go directly to uh, a community in Wanjishoa. Uh, that has, we, I've done some ministry there. Eddie's been doing ministry there for years for basic hygiene needs. Because of this um, uh, virus, it has really hit Ethiopia economically, and people are now needing help with some basics, like basic hygiene items. And so by buying some great coffee directly from Ethiopia, you can help that ministry opportunity in a rural part of Ethiopia. And so I want to let you know about that. Go to genesiscoffeelab.com and make your order. Hi, my name is Troy Mangum, and I'm a phonaholic. Hi, Troy. We're glad you're here. So we're going to be talking about phone addiction today. And I've got my wife with me because we're going to make it Interesting. We're going to try. What made you want to talk about this today? Let's start with that. What made you want to talk about phone addiction today? Well, I think that with people being quarantined and now their life like being less busy, Mm -hmm. being on your phone all the time, all day, is a real reality, can be a real reality for people. Like all day, every day, every moment on your phone. And what I found for me was that when this quarantine started really kind of bearing down, I found that I was, I was already on my phone a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I was on my phone even more. Oh, dang. And, and I think that first week, like I posted something every day. And then when I posted something, I'd want to know, well, what happened with what I posted? So I was constantly kind of tethered to what's going on online. Right. And, and so I was in prayer and I felt the Lord say, I want you to lay social media down. Or I said, I asked the Lord, what do you want me to lay down? And I felt the Lord say social media. And so um, I, ended up, I ended up looking at this like part of your app where you can show how much you've been on your phone, which mm-hmm. I've never looked at ever, 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 ever. And I looked at it, and it said 
that I was on social networking, which is messaging, Facebook, Instagram, that kind of stuff, close to four hours a day, mm. which shocked me. And, and, and then I looked at how much um, I was picking up my phone in a day, and at the high point, it was 80 times a day I was picking up my phone. Oh, yeah. And it, I just was like, I'm, I have a problem. This is ridiculous. Like, that's 28 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And so what I ended up doing was I that, deleted... That was my next question. <laughs> what did you end up don't doing? Don't ask me what it is a year, because I don't know the math. What did you end math. up doing? Do you, don't, do you not get your weekly alerts that say you... I ignore them. Oh. I don't even... I don't look at them. I don't even bother. Oh. And in fact... See, sometimes I, when they come up, I try... I like... It's like a challenge a little bit. Like, okay, this week I'm going to try to get it down. Well, that's good for you. I, I no, actually... No, it's not. Because if you knew what it was, it's not good. So... <laughs> Well, I put all my social media apps in this little folder that I called two times a day. And like that helped. Like none, nothing helped. And I looked at all these apps to kind of limit it and all this stuff. And you could get around them. And I was just like, you know what? I'm deleting these apps off my phone. That's the only way I cannot look at it. And so that's what I ended up doing. Oh, we could have done the wife slap. It's the, the one wife where I, slap. Yeah, where I walk whenever I see you and I walk by and I just slap the phone down. We okay. could try that one. I thought you were going to slap me in the face. No, you, no, I wouldn't slap you in the face. The wife slap. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Every time I see you on your phone, I slap you just in the face. Just slap it out of your hand. No, I'm just kidding. That um, would be That hilarious. was all a joke. So, um, yeah, so, so that was literally today, was a week ago. Oh, so it's only been a week. It's only been a week, and I'm doing a show on it. Wow, okay. Well, we'll have to check back in on you. Oh, Lord. I think all his kindling fire peeps should be sending him messages now. So. I won't be kidding him. <laughs> or, really? Not even through Instagram? I've deleted the app. He still checks it. No, I don't. It's gone. Yeah, so but I let, thought you logged me... in. You log in on your computer sometimes. No, check. I don't. Oh, dang. So what have you noticed since you put your phone down? Okay, so um, I'll kind of go through like what I think are sort of the positives. Uh, so a couple things is that I started noticing that I enjoy music more. So true confession, I was even doing this while I was, you know, driving or, or stopping or whatever. And so then what I noticed is that I would listen to music, but I'd only listen to like the first little part of it. And then I'm not engaged in the song anymore. And so one thing I noticed is that I like music more. And all the drivers on the road say, thank you. Yeah, really. For stopping that. Wow. I was more, I'm more intentional about my time. Like, I'm not, like, when I have a free moment, I'm thinking, well, what, what should I do with this time versus wasting that just scrolling? Yeah. Um, the, my mind is a lot less chaotic in the morning. So when I get up in the morning, my mind is actually quite still. So would you check social media when you first got up every morning? Uh, yeah, within at least within the first 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah. I, I want to know, has it all been positive since you've, since you've done this this past uh, week? No, it hasn't. Um, there's a couple things that's been really interesting, and I've only been at it a week, so this is sort of like almost withdrawal symptoms. I find that I have like phantom pain, or which is basically when you get your arm lopped off, you still feel <laughs> like it's there. Like I would go to the part of my phone that has social media, like instinctively without even thinking. Oh, wow. You know, like I have, yeah, you know, I have a free moment. I'll go there, and it's not there. Yeah. And so that's that was interesting. 
I I kind of miss it. Um, honestly, uh, there was always this immediate like it's like I felt like I was always looking for a rush, especially if I put material out there, looking for uh, like looking for that feedback loop. Okay. Of, from people in the audience and different people that follow me and stuff, and but it was always a a rush of will I have positive news or negative news? <laughs> yeah. And so um, so I. So there was always this like immediate sort of like hyper, I'm excited, that's good, that's terrible. I'm being ignored, I'm being liked. And it was like constant. And then the other one was, um, it's a little boring. So uh, my daughter and I did something recently, we went out and played volleyball and when we came back, it was that like lull time. We just did an activity, we're back, we don't really have anything going on. And she immediately went to her phone and that's immediately what I would normally do, and I didn't, because I had nowhere to What'd go. What did you do? I um, I just kind of sat there bored. So you just- <laughs> for a, for a, a moment, and thought about it. Oh wow! Yeah. And just um, yeah, it's weird. And and when you're not in that mode, you you step into situations like waiting in line somewhere or whatever. And you are, it's boring mm-hmm. and it's weird. And I think I've heard, actually heard somebody say that something about the millennials, but I think it's true for anybody that's in this addicted, technical addicted mode is, you know, boring is bad. Boring is evil. Mm. Boring is to be avoided at all cost. And I think that I've come to realize that, you know what, boring is not evil. And, and there is this element of how are you going to deal with boredom? Without these quick, because you don't yeah. have to be bored with the phone. There's always something. Yeah, there is. The I know for me because when we when this all this first happened, I guess too is a little bit of like, okay, wow, I don't know. I was maybe just a little down, but for me, I would watch stuff more, right? Like shows or whatever. And then, but I really like to read and do other things like that. So for me and. Well, let me back up. So as a mom, I always feel like I need my phone around because my kids, if, or that's the only way people can contact us. Right. So I'd always have my phone around. So I think after, with after the like first week or so like this, it was kind of nice because it was like nobody, my kids are all here. And if one of the other kids needs us, they, if they can't get us, they start calling other, <laughs> the yeah. other kids. Start calling other tech. They yeah. just start calling up. Where's mom and dad? Where's mom and dad? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of nice to kind of let that go and like leave my phone, and like I've tried to in the mornings too. Um, most mornings I try to get up and go have my quiet time and leave my phone, and not take it with me. Yeah. Because I'm very. ADD anyway, so I'll be like, oh, weather, oh, this, oh, that, you know. Right, yeah. Oh, I should really Google that, so, you know, <laughs> or whatever, so. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that's been kind of nice to have that where you can leave it now during this time. Like, that's almost a gift. That is that a gift. I don't have to have it with me. So that mindset changed for me. And because of Troy doing all this, he, he had a family meeting, and we all brought our phones out to show what our um, usage was. Yeah, just bring awareness of it. Yeah, I, yeah I, it was good. Because I don't... Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're doing a it show nice. about it. It was nice. There was no judgment in it. We all just were like, yeah, you know? 
Some people play Juice Jam a lot. Not going to name names. <laughs> but, you the know. Juice Jam queen. All right. So with this, you felt like the Lord showed you all this and stuff. So does the Bible say, did you start searching? Like, does the Bible say anything about phone addiction? Um, yeah, I did search, search in the Bible saying, Lord, do you have something to say about this? And actually, I came across two verses I thought were interesting. One was in 1 Corinthians 6.11. And I'll read it in the New Living Translation. It says, You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. And then the other verse uh, version in NIV says, I have the right to do anything, you say, but not everything is beneficial. I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. Mm. And so Paul is basically saying... I can do anything I want within moral boundaries of what's written in the Bible, but not everything is beneficial. Phone addiction is not beneficial. No, and when it's it, not. And when it says, I must not become a slave to anything, you don't know that you're actually a slave until you actually try to walk away from it. And that's how you know how much mastery this style of living and phone addiction has in your life. And that's what I've been experiencing this week. And it's not all been easy, no. like I said. Um, and then another uh, great verse, which really has to do with the reason why I was so addicted, was in Proverbs twenty nine twenty five. It says, and this is a good news translation. It is a danger. It is dangerous to be concerned with what others think of, of you, but if you trust the Lord, you are safe. Mm. And ex- what I was doing with posting and looking for that feedback loop is being concerned of what others think of me. And, and that's what was driving my behavior. And, and, and the Bible says it's a dangerous thing to live that way. Right. And social media is that way. And so for you, um, being somebody who is a creator yep. and other creators, um, why is it particularly dangerous for creators? Well, I think that I'll, I'll explain the experience I had when I did my last show where I basically posted what I normally would and then I deleted all my apps. Um, I, right after I did it, I had this overwhelming sense of relief, almost like I was a free man. Like it was like chains were off of me. It's like I did it. Is that why you were running in the backyard without a shirt on back and forth? Is that where the free man came in? Yeah, and in my underwear. <laughs> Yeah, that was why. That was why I was doing that. And you and I was I couldn't explain it at the time, but now I can now share. Now I can now I understand you're free yeah. man. Yeah, I'm a free man. And and that's what it felt like. And and the other thing was I, I the pressure, like I was able to be present in the moment, but because when I post things or any creatives post things and they're kind of looking for that feedback loop, um, it's like I'm always thinking about what's going on online while I'm offline. I'm always thinking about mm. the social media world and what's going on. Has anybody said anything? Has anybody liked? Has anybody done anything while I'm offline? So I'm actually not present off my phone. I'm thinking wow. about what's going on on my phone. Wow, that's exhausting. Well, that's, that's at least how I'm wired. No, I mean, it is exhausting because I've done the same thing before. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last thing was it really felt like a heavyweight was lifted off of me. I, I, it's the weirdest experience. I, I posted something and then I deleted it and it was like, it was freedom. I was free. Like I was totally free. 
and I want to post things. I want to help people. And, mm-hmm. But that whole thing that I get, got sucked into, that kept me what I become, a, 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 you know, an addict. So I, I looked at the Bible again, and I was reading uh, in my quiet times while I've been going through this. And there was a thing, there was a... Um, there was a great scripture in Jeremiah 17. I'll just read some of it. And it says, This is what the Lord said. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who draws his strength from mere flesh. And, and then it goes on to say, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. And I want to say that from a standpoint of, you know, my confidence is in the Lord with me being offline. There's an element of faith with me not you know, in dealing with FOMO of me being offline. You know, I'm, I'm a person that's doing things and, and looking to engage an audience and all this stuff. And cl- clearly there's a sense of, well, if you're not there, then everything's going to fall apart. Mm-hmm. Like I actually had somebody approach me um, in, early in the year and said, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like you. I, I do shows and stuff. How, how on the earth did you take off in December? I thought you're trying to build an audience. Um, and I said, well, my family's coming home, and I, and I was exhausted, and I needed a break. And, and in their mind, they're like, there is no breaks. Oh, you wow. don't get breaks. If you're trying to build an audience, how could you take off December? Because everybody in the entrepreneurial world, social media world, creative world are told, post this many times a day, um, do all these things, etc. cetera. And the, sh- and the short of it is you are going to get used up like a piece of plastic water bottle, and you're going to be empty, and you're going to be discarded. Not going to go into recycling, Ben. And, I, and so it's sort of like this whole idea of consumers and creators. It's like there will never be enough... Consumers will never be... Uh, how can I put this? Basically, if you're a creator out there and you're being told you must do these things to build an audience... There's some line that you get to that says, this is not healthy and good for me as a person. Mm-hmm. And, and the, but the advice is cons- give the consumers uh, so much information so they can consume it and then consume it again and then consume it again. And then when you stop giving it to them, they're going to go find somebody else that, so they can consume it from them and consume it from them. All the while, the creatives and the people that are creating it are getting used up. So told, get back on the treadmill and give what the consumers want. Or you will not have an audience and you will not have followers and you will be unhealthy. And, you know, it's just, it's this vicious cycle. Mm. And so for me, this scripture about curses the one whose confidence, who, whose confidence, curses the one who trusts in man who draws strength from mere flesh, meaning that, yeah, it's all up to me. If anything good's going to happen in my life, I better be online doing all these things that is a creative Whereas this Bible says, and my Bible says, but blessed is one who trusts in the Lord whose confidence is actually in God, not in themselves. Mm-hmm. They will be like a tree planted by the water who sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. It does not, its leaves are always green. Yes, even when you're offline. Uh, it is not worried in a year of drought and it never fails to bear fruit. That is the, the storyline of a Christian following God as a creative or just in general. And then it goes on to say, I, the Lord, search the heart and examine the mind to reward each person according to their conduct, according what their deeds deserve. God is a rewarder. God sees. God sees what's done in secret. You don't have to be 
online all the time going live and telling everybody and everything about whatever that you're trying to build something with. God sees all that stuff and he'll take care of you. Okay, I went really long on that, but... <laughs> well, but I mean, there's, there's so much more peace in the fact that you can let go and trust God hmm. than that vicious cycle is like... It's vicious. It's very vicious. It, for me personally, it overwhelms me. So I have, I, I, if you like with, with my health coaching business and stuff like that, it's like I do what I can do and I'm, I'm always willing to do more and I have to trust God with it because that, that makes me crazy. Yeah. Well, I, and people, I guess if you I don't, don't want to live that way. And people are told to live that way. And I guess as Christians, you don't have to be subject to the way the world works. No, because it keeps you, it's going to keep you unavailable to do what God wants you to do. That's absolutely true because you're keep so you, distracted. You're not, yeah, you're so distracted. You're not present. You might, he might have even other things for you, but you're missing out be, being in that little bondage of the whatever that is. Whatever that is, I have no words. Just know, a fist. She, she, she's My fist is in the air. <laughs> Got you grabbed. The phone. The, well, being a phone addict. I mean, being a phone addict. So. Being a phoneaholic. Being a phoneaholic. So Troy was telling me a little story. It was kind of a little sad story. He was at the park about a parent on their phone. So tell us about that. I think there's going to be a new category of wound called a phone wound for kids. So you, everybody, yeah. I've, I've talked a lot about the father wound, right? And I'm going to tell you, I was at this park. There was a, a kid younger than six with his parent, his dad particularly, who was walking around with his phone up in the air, uh, looking at something, engaging in something, while his child was at his feet, trying to get his attention and he had like a little tricycle and he was trying to play and he was Aww. and they were just kind of walking around this park with him and his phone sucked right his face sucked right into his phone while his son is trying to get his attention i had the same experience when i worked at the preschool there was a parent time where parents come and it's few and far between but they come and there was a dad there on his phone while his little boy sit in the chair just trying to share the moment with him and kept looking up and saying things. It was so sad. I'm telling you, this technology in this phone addiction is going to hurt kids, and it's going to hurt kids younger than six. I guarantee it. Because at younger than six, they're not thinking, basically they're thinking, why is your self-stimulation on your phone more interesting than me? Yeah. What's there, what is there on your phone that's more important than me? You know, God created me, but clearly what you're doing is more important than, than who God created. That, but I think that transcends all ages. I mean, that's really how people feel sometimes. I mean, even think about, like, if you're on a date and that, that person's on a phone, it's like, or even with your spouse and they're on the phone, you're just like, hello. I know, you and I, see, that's it, that's... You, you've pinged me a couple times on that because I'm engaged in something and you're like, I was just talking to you and you just... Yeah, yeah. He's talking to me about what's on his phone and then I'm talking to him, but he's not listening to me. Yeah. That happened yesterday. <laughs> That's Speaking true. Speaking of phone addictions. So 
Um, but I, I think I want to really advise parents, if you do not get this under control, this phone addiction, you're going to hurt your kids. And the reason I say younger than six is because that's when their identity is being shaped. And if their identity right now is being shaped that I am, I am less important than what my father or mother are. And I use the word self-stimulating, meaning that they, it's just Mm. selfish. It's self-consuming. It's, it's, it's it's not who God has made you to be as a parent with your kid that's younger than six, and I just, my, it breaks my heart. Yeah. And you see them for those that notice that what's going on, they're longing, they're longing for for interaction, and all they're getting is, you know, little little bits of oh yeah yeah yeah, half attention. It's just sad. Yeah. That so is that sad. that is a sad. On that note, let's end the sad show. <laughs> are you how about are you addicted to anything else Troy like are you addicted to love <laughs> are you in the words of Carmen addicted to Jesus I'm addicted to love I'm just kidding and I am addicted to Jesus do you mind as Jesus. well face it <laughs> I I yes I'm addicted to love but thankfully that's just love of you and that's it oh yeah <laughs> yeah well thank you for for um for listening in on the show and tolerating and, me. <laughs> and I, and I hope this was helpful for you guys. All right. God bless. Peace out. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Go to Instagram at the kindling fire to find out more about what we offer as well as subscribe to our YouTube channel, the kindling fire. There you can find Bible devotionals, e-courses and etc. Okay guys, as always be awesome.